This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. John's still out on a media launch and will be back tomorrow, so I'm still filling in. And we knew this was going to happen because now it finally has. The chip shortage eliminated so much inventory that sales are starting to fall fast. Words Intelligence reports that sales in the U.S. market in August dropped to an annualized rate of only 13 million vehicles. Automakers did sell 1 million cars, trucks, and vans last month, but that was a big drop compared to last year or even the month before. Remember, back in April, the SAR, or annualized rate, hit 18 million. Toyota topped the sales charts. While General Motors only reports sales on a quarterly basis, industry sources say Toyota easily outsold GM. Those sources also say Stellantis was hot on GM's heels. Ford came in way behind them and had the Hyundai Group breathing down its neck. In fact, the Hyundai Group outsold Honda. Whoever thought we'd see this? Chrysler almost catching GM? The Hyundai Group surpassing Honda? This chip shortage sure is shaking up the market. Meanwhile, sales of electric cars also stalled out due to the chip shortage. While they were up nearly 40% from a year ago, they fell 16% compared to July, and their market share is stuck at 2.6% of the market. Yesterday, we reported that Tesla could catch BMW in sales by the end of next year. That prompted AutoLine viewer Kevin A. to ask if we were comparing Tesla to the BMW brand or the BMW group. And the answer is, we compared it to the brand. We did not include Mini or Rolls-Royce. Mini sells about 300,000 cars a year. Rolls sells fewer than 4,000, while BMW sells about 2 million. We think by the end of next year, Tesla could be on a 2 million unit a year sales rate, and that would put even Steven with BMW. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. Leaded gasoline, literally, is now a thing of the past. The last refinery in the world making it, located in Algeria, has run out of its supply. The fuel was mainly used in Africa and other low-income countries. Leaded gasoline has been linked to causing heart disease, cancer, and other ailments. Plus, it's very harmful to the environment. Leaded gasoline has been banned in the U.S. and Europe for decades, and in 2002, when more than 100 countries were still using it, the United Nations launched a campaign to get rid of it. And now, nearly 20 years later, you're not going to be able to get it anymore. 
Bloomberg reports that Stellantis wants its own finance arm in the U.S. market. The details should be coming out later today. Currently, Stellantis uses a finance unit called Chrysler Capital, but that's actually owned and operated by the Spanish bank Santander. Automakers love having their own captive finance companies because they are so lucrative. Those Fincos lend money to dealers to build their dealerships, then they loan money to the dealers to buy cars from the factory, and then they loan money to the customers so they can buy or lease cars from the dealers. I'm telling you, it's the best racket in the industry. And here's some of our AutoLine insight. Maybe you've seen some of those YouTube videos with armchair analysts predicting that GM and Ford are going to go out of business because of their high debt load. What they fail to take into account is that there's a big difference between industrial debt and finance debt. Industrial debt is the kind of debt needed to finance capital expenditures, like factories and equipment. Finance debt represents the borrowing by the captive Finkos so they can lend money to dealers and customers. GM and Ford make billions in profits making those loans. So far from driving them to the brink of bankruptcy, that debt is going to keep them healthy and strong. We've got a few reveals ahead of next week's auto show in Munich, Germany. First up, Kia officially unveiled the Sportage that it specifically designed and developed for the European market. It's built on the company's new N3 architecture, and it's available with a number of powertrains, including mild, full, and plug-in hybrid gasoline variants. Each one of them features a 1.6-liter four-cylinder under the hood, which can be mated to a seven-speed dual-clutch transmission or a six-speed manual. There's also a 1.6-liter diesel option that's also available as a mild hybrid. It gets the same transmissions as well. The interior highlight is a large 12.3-inch touchscreen, and it's also available with a number of safety and driver assist technology. Next up is Cupra the high-performance brand from the Spanish automaker Seat. It's showing off a sporty, all-electric concept called the Urban Rebel. Even though it looks like a race car, it's the company's vision of a future EV for urban driving. The Urban Rebel delivers up to 320 kilowatts of peak power and can move from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 3.2 seconds. And since Seat is part of the Volkswagen Group, the concept is based on VW's MEB architecture. The automaker plans to come out with a production version in 2025. And last but not least, BMW Motorrad took the wraps off a somewhat futuristic-looking electric motorcycle concept. They call it the CE02. And as you can see, it's not quite a traditional motorcycle or a scooter. It's aimed at a younger audience, 16 and up, who have never ridden a motorbike before. The company didn't reveal how big a battery it has, but it does say 
It's got a range of about 90 kilometers, that's about 56 miles, and it's got a top speed of 90 kilometers an hour. That's about 56 miles an hour. As we've been saying, Nissan made a big mistake leaving the Frontier pickup in the market without updating it for 17 years. Even though the company saved a ton of money by not investing in the truck, it lost half of its customer base. And now it hopes to lure them back with an all-new Frontier. So what were the big changes? That's what we're going to get into on AutoLine After Hours this afternoon when Milena Kovacs from Nissan comes on the show. She played an important role in determining what they had to do to improve the frontier. And if you've got questions you would like us to ask her, tweet them to us or drop an email to viewermail at autoline.tv. Well, that's it for today's show. Thanks for watching. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, Over-the-Air Engineering, Boost Your Game, Scheffler, We Pioneer Motion, and by Magna.